What's up, world? It's Katrina. And Marlena. And this is Excess Baggage. The podcast where two friends in their 30s unpack all of life's baggage. This episode, we will be unpacking grudges. Okay, let's start the show. Oh, Lord, she said, I'm back. Is this a threat? <laughs> welcome, welcome. My nah, girl, don't act like you didn't miss me. I did, I did. I really did. I was, man, so much shit happened while you were gone. I just kept saying like, damn, I wish I could tell <laughs> Katrina this. But, you know, bitches oh, gotta man. travel and shit. How was it? I mean, it? listen, amazing, great, hot as shit. It was long. I was gone for two and a half, almost three weeks, which is... Probably about the longest I've been away. I had to think about that as I was saying it to make sure I didn't lie. Just for like a vacation, but it was like really good. And I did. I wasn't ready to come back. Like it still wasn't long enough. What? Girl, you just said it was hot. How was it? Was. You, I mean. It was Egypt. It was hot as shit. We was in the desert. So, okay. Are you trying to tell me? Because you know how you were saying that you wanted to be naked. Are you trying to tell me? You just said it was hot, right? So usually what happens is... <laughs> Lord, where is this going, Marlena? Usually what happens is people just lose their clothes. And I don't know how it is up in Egypt. Like, do you got to be fully covered in bake? Or what's going on over there? I mean, kind of. If you want to be respectful of the people, yes. Okay. You don't okay. give got a it. shit. Then, you know... It is a Muslim country through and through, though. Like, yeah, we went to like, about five different cities out there, and it was Muslim everywhere. So, yeah, your ass might get God if you do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ain't no, like, you know, you could, there were definitely people who looked like they were not from there, um, who looked like tourists, who were not dressed in the way the locals were dressed, but not necessarily undressed just you know not as covered and nobody was looking at them super crazy or did anything to them or anything like that but and yeah there's I wouldn't I wouldn't have done it that was actually probably the most clothed that I ever am because I was trying to be respectful we were going in all these temples and these pyramids and oh yeah no uh -uh, you can't be doing that no <laughs> I was like I I like to be naked but I, I'm gonna be respectful of the people's like right. so I had on clothes okay good yeah, I'm glad to hear that I'm glad to hear that I'll be wearing clothes okay all right because I know I know vacation Katrina is a little different so this depends on the kind of vacation that's true that's it wasn't true. my typical beach party vacation. It was more of an educational, spiritual vacation. Yes. I was and on my spiritual shit. I guess, was that like your birthday present to yourself? Because somebody just turned another eight. <laughs> Happy uh, birthday to you. <laughs> I just want y'all to know. Marlena called me on my birthday. She started with that song. And then all of a sudden skipped to the Chuck E. Cheese version, which I have not heard since I was Chuck E. Cheese age. Well, well, the backstory about that is 
that my best friend's family does like all the versions. Okay. So they get to the rap version and then everybody like, Hey, Hey, you know, like that's everybody's part. So I just thought I'd share the love. Wow, I ain't heard that in a long time. How old am I turning again? Sheesh. Eight. Clearly. Um, That turned into a birthday present for myself because the trip was actually supposed to be earlier in the year. It got pushed back because of COVID. So it just happened to end up in Virgo season when that wasn't the initial plan. So yeah, that was partly my birthday present to myself. The Virgo crazies. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe not the women. I don't know. But the Virgo men I've met, yeah, nah. I'm I'm sorry. This, I, I don't know. I, I hate to say stuff like that. I don't like to make blanket statements. And but... yet, here we are. <laughs> Yes, I will. I'll say the Virgo men I've encountered have uh, been interesting, to say the least. Highly critical, highly critical individuals. I, and I wouldn't say that about you. That's but, just because you don't hear the inner dialogue. Hmm, that's true. That's true. But like when you're like seeing someone like that, that's a little like, yeah. oh, you, you crazy. Okay. <laughs> A little crazy. All right. I see what what we're doing here. Okay. Not that I'm trying to defend anybody because, you know, you got to do your inner work and you can't just be out here being critical of folks if that's your thing. And we are just as critical of ourselves, if not more, as we are of others. Be clear about that. Every Virgo I know who is also critical of other people is like the most perfectionist person I know, even if they don't tell nobody else. But like, we are so critical of ourselves. Yeah, I know. So don't take it personal. But even that, but even that to me is like a lot. Like some of the stuff, because I'm like, hmm, I don't know. I don't want to go into that. But anyway. (laughs) What's your baggage today? That's not Virgos. Um, Yeah. What is our baggage today? So, or mine specifically, you know. I had a lot of time to think while you were gone. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I had a lot of time to, to think. And shout out to Matthew. You know, we did an episode with him. Rainbow mm-hmm. Creative. Love Matthew. Been knowing him a long time. Really good dude. And yeah, I think, well, we've talked offline, but I think we should really like have a meeting with him. See what's going on over there. Because he's just like a, a jack of all trades. He's like this guy who just you'd be surprised of like the things that he's accomplished or not surprised mm. you're just kind of like well I always knew I mean I've always mm. knew since we were kids that he was like that but then to see him like do shit yeah you know it's is really special so anyway shout out to him uh but Matthew's not you you know what I'm saying like he's not you you know meeting I'm not gonna spill the tea or you know like you was holding stuff I was holding because you weren't yes because you weren't here and I was like you know what if I tell Katrina she's gonna understand like exactly what I'm saying <laughs> and so the overall thing that I was thinking about for the last couple of weeks is just like niggas really need to grow up you know they really <laughs> need to grow up and I can't tell you how much like it's just it's just 
crazy to me. I know that we all have things that we're passionate about and things that we want to do um, in our lives and how we see things and how we want to be successful, all of those great things. However, I think it's incredibly wrong to shut out the people or whatever that have been there for you. Mm. So I've had a couple of scenarios happen recently that I'm is leaving me kind of flabbergasted because I'm just like, wow, I thought I knew this person and maybe I didn't know them as well as I thought that I did. And um, yeah, it's hurtful. And I just really, when I say niggas need to grow up, what I mean is everybody is going through something, but no matter what that thing is, you can't lose sight of the pe- like the people who sure. are around you. Like you're, a, we're, yeah, we're all main characters in our stories, but there are supporting Characters, yeah. Supporting characters that are really there to support you. So, Mm. yeah. I just. So, your baggage is you just mad at niggas today. I'm just saying that I know me and I know a lot of people that can vouch for me as well that know that I am wholeheartedly a good person. Not, I'm not saying I'm not flawed. I do have my things, but being good to people is not one of them. So, yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm a little offended. Yes. And I think I have the right. So mm. what's your baggage for today? Oh, <laughs> My baggage. Well, I'm going to start with, I was gone for two and a half weeks. I really did not feel like I was ready to come back. And so, and then was back for a week and had a whole birthday. So I'm really just like, I'm not even here. I, <laughs> feel so like I don't want to say detached that sounds terrible and also I don't know what other word to use but like I don't feel like I want to be tethered to people right now people things places like I'm just kind of like ah, I got back and I was like I guess I'll text people and tell them I made it back I guess I'll like vacation reach out. Is still here. She's, still, <laughs> she's still alive and well man she's like man what do you want me to do you want me to talk to people? Uh-uh. Um, <laughs> and, okay, so I had a feeling I wasn't going to have a whole lot of like internet and service because we were going to be out a lot of the time. But I figured I would have like internet when we got to the hotels and stuff, which I did. But we were gone so much of the time that like I really was never on my phone. Mm-hmm. And you can't tempt me with time to completely disconnect like that is just because I already do that on a regular basis it is a struggle for me to like you know engage in the first place so mm-hmm. I am still just very much like hmm I guess I'll talk to people hmm I guess I'll call people I guess I'll respond <laughs> to text messages I'm struggling trying to get back on on you know regular footing here which might be more baggage for y'all than it is for me, if we're being honest. But um, oh lord, oh lord, um, that is that is. She said what she said. Listen, let's be clear. We she know said what she we said. know who we dealing with here. Um, <laughs> with that being said, too though, I have definitely. I was trying to decide how much I wanted to say on air. I have definitely decided that. I am going to be gone at some point soon. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm I'm not sure that... No, 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 not even I'm not sure. I'm very clear that I need to just be running the, the world, like just out running these streets, hopping through states and cities and 
countries and islands, all the things. I'm, yeah, being here, being still, being in one place is not my thing. And I've known that for a while, but I think it became incredibly clear to me being gone for so long. And yeah, and I think that might also have something to do with why I don't feel really tethered to anybody in this moment. Or I keep saying anybody, but it's anybody or anything. Like, I don't feel attached to anything. So that's my baggage. Do what you want with it. Mm, okay, well, you're tethered to me. Because, <laughs> uh, bitch, you're going to take this mic wherever state you decide to go, and you just plug this baby up right here, and we'll just keep this rolling. <laughs> this could turn into a travel podcast as far as I'm concerned. Okay? Ma'am, leave it up to so, me, and it will. Okay, so. We'd be traveling, drinking, and maybe a little naked. I mean... <laughs> I'm not mad at this. I'm not mad at this. And you guys, you know, this is growth for me because normally I'd be like, what? (laughs) What? Naked? Yeah, that's my baggage. That's where I'm at. Um, But let's get into grudges today. I'm really excited about that. I think I'm even though, with even, you. Wait a minute. Even though we told people that we were going to do a series of happy. And it's just like, <laughs> we only got a couple episodes in and we're like. Defense. The podcast is called Excess Baggage. This so we just true. giving them the real. Okay. okay. We're talking no. about the bad. You're right. You're right. <laughs> and You're our right. defense. <laughs> but I'm with you on this whole niggas need to grow up thing. I, mm, mm. <laughs> My petty is real high lately. And I don't, (laughs) I'm not somebody who typically holds grudges. And I feel real petty when people start doing things that's like grudge holding. Like, oh, okay. Because I I wanna, I don't know, (laughs) I wanna give that same energy back (laughs) just because here we are. Right. Mm. But okay, I have a question. What do you define as a grudge? Hmm. I know we didn't go over this before. So, but okay, what do I define as? I (laughs) would say it's, well, it depends because there, I feel like there are good, I feel like there are good grudges and there are bad grudges. Well, I don't even know if you would call it a grudge. Sometimes you just have to let people go and that just be the end of it, right? But if you're legitimately, holding a grudge against this against this person is usually misplaced anger and energy that doesn't need to be there. I've seen it happen a lot in my life where I'm just mm. like, so you're really just like, fuck this person for life, huh? Like you just, so. that to me, now that's a, that's like a long-term grudge. Cause some people like have a grudge and then eventually get over it. But like, if you let a really long period of time go oh let a lot of time go by and you don't uh you have no resolution like you don't resolve anything that's to me where it's just like that's a lot that means you to me it's like maybe you love that person way more than you think you do because like Mm. why would you hold on like there's no way i would be holding on to this every damn day you know sure sure so you said two things one misplaced anger Mm -hmm. and two it's it's about the like the length of time. So something that goes on, even if it's a short amount of time, it still goes on a little bit longer than it needed to yes. on to forever. Right. So to you, a grudge is misplaced anger that goes on for a period of time. Yes. To me. Okay. Okay. I think I can get behind that. 
I was asking because part of the thing that I, I guess I feel torn about when it comes to grudges is if the anger or the frustration or the, whatever the feeling is, is valid and you just choose to hold on to it, is that still a grudge? Yes, actually, yes. So it's not so just like misplaced anger. It's not anger. just misplaced anger. I feel like it's two. That's why I said I think there's two types. There's definitely, to me, there's two types. But because sometimes it is valid. Like, it, it, it really is valid or whatever. But I've seen, to me, I like, when we we're talking about pettiness, like, I've seen yeah. some level of petty that you're just like, you know, that's a lot for, like, what the that, original what happened. Yeah. You know, thing that took place. Like, I don't think that it needs to go all the way this way. Mm, but everyone's sense. levels are different. Like, Absolutely. you could do something to one person. And someone actually said this to me. They were just like, you know, if somebody messes up or whatever, like, that's it. I'm done. You know, and I being the person that I am, I'm just like, what? Because I'm not perfect. Like, so if I make a mistake, like, it's just, that's a, it, it's a wrap. But for me, right. it's the type of mistake. It's If it's like a betrayal, then yeah, it's, yeah, I can see how someone can get behind like, well, fuck you for life. Like it, it is what it right. is. But like I said, I've all, I've just seen the opposite where it's just like, what? <laughs> You're wasting all these years not being in contact with this person when you really when do you care about the person. just had a conversation. Just had a conversation and been a grown up about it and sat down and really voiced your opinion, you know, and then you guys just either agree to disagree or like, like I was saying, maybe some atonement is done. I don't know. Right. Right. Up with. But yeah, I've seen it go really bad. Oh, it's basically just anger that you hold on to. That's what yeah. a grudge is. Yeah. Mm, okay. And yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm not, I'm guilty of it myself. I will say I've definitely, yeah, there's a few people, they know who they are. Like, I don't like them. It is what it is. And I do feel like something that they did to me was worth me being like, no, you don't get to have access to my life anymore. Number one. Number two, if you come around me, you're going to get the most basic <laughs> like level marlena it's gonna be so dry that you're gonna know oh she's still gonna fuck with me you know mm. it's just like and i'll never be rude or anything like that but you're not right. gonna like okay hey you know you're, you're gonna get like the quick like what's up yeah uh-huh like it's gonna be very whatever and that might be petty but at the same time it's like i have no interest in right. holding any real like conversation with you like that you know oh you good you're alive cool but like other than that like there's nothing else for us to discuss because Mm. if we don't discuss anything it's going to be about that and if that person is never like I don't know that that's another thing when do you decide I guess are you going to be the the bigger person and bring it up or are they going to be and for me it's like if you did the wrong I feel like you you should do it but some people legitimately don't know that they did wrong yeah. Yeah. And do you fault them for that? For them not growing? For them not having growth? Do you fault them for that? That, that highly depends on the situation. That highly depends on the situation. I am going to give people the benefit of the doubt when it's... For a little time, bit. <laughs> first time offense. Let's be clear. First time offense. And or small offenses. And I know that is relative for everybody, 
But nigga, we too old for you to just be out here being a whole like misogynistic, homophobic asshole and think that I'm gonna just let that pass and you don't know that you did anything wrong. Like there's certain things that at this point you just know are clear, <laughs> right? Right. Like, you don't right. get a pass for that kind of stuff. There's never a pass for that to me. You just showed me who you really are and I'll just act accordingly. Other than that, though, if it is a first time offense and it's small offenses, meaning not any of those like really like significant things, I, I'll, I'll, I'm typically will step to you and be like, hey, you know, when you did this, it really hurt my feelings or it really felt some kind of way to me. And I don't appreciate that. I would prefer if you did this, this and that, whatever. It don't always come out that cute, but I would I would give you some grace for that. But after the first time, and if the offenses are bigger than that, mm, yeah, I don't know. Again, what I said earlier, Virgos are very critical people <laughs> at times. No, because I remember so I remember this this dude told me he was like, oh, if if somebody he what did he say he said if somebody says fuck you to me, that's it, it's over. I'll never speak to them again. And I was like, that's relatively low, I would think. I'm not saying that you even should get to that, like, F you, blah, blah, blah moment. But I don't know if that means, like, we're done. Like, we're done, done. I mean, maybe I would say probably if you've gotten there to be in, you know, fuck you and all that stuff or whatever it might be. But sometimes things do come out in the heat of the moment that you don't mean. One of those kind of situations where like that happened to dude and it was a really fired up situation and he was like, nah, fuck this. I'm never talking to this person again. That sounded real personal because who ever thinks of, <laughs> it never crossed my mind to be like, you know, if anybody ever said fuck you to me, I'm gonna just cut them off. But nobody's ever said that to me. So I don't. I don't know. Like, so that, means, that means a lot of people must be saying that shit to him. And so time, it happened one good time with one person that they felt like would never talk to them no kind of way. And mm, there it is. And then he was like, that's it. I'm done. No one can ever say this to me ever again. And that's it's wild. over. It's wild, right? That's okay. Wild. Okay. So that's a really good point though. Like, when the grudges don't even be about the person anymore, you carry that shit over and project it onto everybody else. <laughs> like, That's true. So you, true. People will do that. Like if you are holding on to that grudge with that person and that is now impacting your ability to be in relationship with other people who are not tied to that person at all, that might be when you need to be like, oh, let me let me do some work around this. Mm-hmm. that's deep you're that, just walking around like <laughs> and that goes back to the first point niggas need to grow up like that's uh, that's crazy like to be that that was wild but um that's deep i just take it in i mean i get it though like nobody's ever said fuck you to me like ever in in my life not even jokingly that's just not something that anybody has ever said to me so i could i could kind of understand from a perspective that like if somebody said that to me that i might be really upset and we should probably not continue to engage with each other and also like what kind of relationships are you in <laughs> that like this is a thing that could potentially happen that's why i said he it had to happen multiple times because no one would just do 
You wouldn't say that. You wouldn't say that. I don't know. There's some people out there that might listen. And he might have run into one of them. Maybe. Um, (laughs) That's just not how my circle operates. We don't. That's just not how we operate. I never even thought to say that to nobody when I was mad at them. Like, I don't know. I hope that man gets some (laughs) healing. Well, well, yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, um, I'm telling you, sometimes I just listen. I say nothing. Things come to me. And I'm just listening in the conversation like, interesting, interesting. But yeah, I think, I don't know. Something's in the water for me. That's how I've been feeling right now. Something's in the water, you know, because like you said, there could be things that happen to this person that they haven't resolved within themselves. And then they will hold a grudge against you for no, for no severe reasons. I always say like the punishment doesn't fit the crime. Right. To you. To me. It doesn't fit the crime to you. Correct. Right. So to them, it might be a whole different thing. To them, it's like their ego, their pride. It's everything. Everything is on the line. So they yeah. are going to stand firm in what they believe. You know, on one end, that's honorable in certain scenarios. But for me, yeah. when it comes to matters of the heart, matters of just sharing your life with somebody, I think it's a very harsh to not want to work on it. You know, I, I feel like people, I, get that. I, I don't know. I feel like if you are with someone and, you know, they're holding a grudge against you, but they're still with you and they're always pointing out or mm. anytime there's something that was brought up, that grudge that's been lingering in the background continues to keep be brought up. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think it's like, okay, so what are we going to do to resolve it? And I feel like some people, when they get to a certain breaking point, they're like, they don't want to resolve it. They just want to punish you. Yeah. That's it. They don't really, they don't want to resolve it. They don't want you to go anywhere. They don't want to resolve it, but they just want to punish you. And so Mm -hmm. that's where it's just like, nah, that's hell no. Like, you know what I mean? I, I have someone in my immediate family that has held grudges not necessarily against me, right. but I felt the remnants of that situation. And it hurts all parties involved, you know? Sure. So for me, it's just like, if it's someone that you genuinely care about, like I can see if you've been dating somebody or something like that. And I'm only, I guess I'm going back and forth between family and dating, but I mean, it is a re- just relationships in general. If yeah. you're close to someone, right? And I can see if it's someone you've only known for maybe like, you know, couple months six months something like that you know what I mean but like I'm talking about like deep deep half of your life you know let's just say some crazy amount of time it's like you're trying to tell me that this relationship doesn't mean enough to you that you don't want to work on it unless this situation is just dead unless it's just dead and it's just like no that grudge that grudge is just that was it and that that's enough for for it to be it I can say right it's happened I've had that where I'm just that's it so the therapist's brain is kicking on. <laughs> we love her, but she be coming in sometimes when I don't want her to. I just want to be mad at niggas. But <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, I hear everything you're saying. I agree. I think that two things. I think it is way harder to experience a grudge 
being held against you when it's somebody that you truly love, care about, have a lot of history with, all of those things. I also think that it is a lot easier to hold a grudge against somebody that you truly care about because whatever they did, even if it felt like a minor offense to them, it probably hurt a lot deeper because of the fact that you really opened up and are vulnerable and exposed to this person, which means that it probably like they did something real small that like they thought oh, maybe it pierced the skin a little bit, scratched the surface and it like went up in there and was stabbing at organs and shit like that stuff that feels really small can be so big when it's a really important relationship, when it's someone that you've been open and vulnerable with, when you've shown your scars and all, like all your shit, like that small thing that they did that they thought like, I don't know, was just like, oh, I thought they just, you know, didn't think about me today. To them, it's like, oh my gosh, you didn't think about me? You're supposed to be my best friend. You're supposed to love me. And nobody ever thinks about me. My daddy never thought about me. And you know what I mean? Like that turns into so much more because you are such a big part of their lives and such a big part of who they are. And so it's, I don't know, it's very convoluted because like I get it. It is. It very much is. But then that to me is all, all, all the more reason you'd want to work on it, no matter how hard I feel like. But I think that's what makes it so hard. It's because it's not about that person. And let's be honest. It's not. No. You get caught up not. in the stuff. Exactly. No. It's not really about the person. It's not about them at all. Yes. You just get caught up in your stuff. And that's the part that makes it hard. But, and I'm I'm the queen of taking things personal. Let's be clear about that. So starting with that, but it's something to not take personally to some degree because it's not really about you. And whatever you did that you didn't realize you did probably touched so many other places in this person's world and so many other places that they have that are unhealed. And that's where the grudge really is. It's like, you know, you think it, you just forgot to call them and they're like feeling abandoned. You know what I mean? Like it turns into a whole other thing. Not to say it's right. They need to go do their own healing. All of that is true. And it makes it harder. If it was a stranger on the street, you would have never had a grudge in the first place. That's right. And for me, like, I'll tell you, like, when it comes to like, how does it make the person feel that that you're holding the grudge against? To me, it feels horrible. Like, it, it feels horrible because there's discourse mm-hmm. and no one wants to solve it or deal with it. And that's a big, like, yeah, it, to me, it's like, it's, I don't feel like it's right because at the end of the day, like, I want to be better. You got to be sure. better. We both got to want to be better. Everybody in the situation, even if it's family, we all want to be better, right? So to me, it's like, okay, if this really... if Nope, it ain't right. <laughs> um, I just feel like, okay, so if we're going to work on this or we're going to do this or whatever, let's figure it out. Okay. Even if it takes a long time, it's bit by bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying we got to like, Oh, something is wrong. We got to go to therapy. Like immediately, like, I'm not even saying that, but like, at least like, I just say when the respect is gone or is lost at, at a certain point, it's like, okay, that, that, that person that you are holding the grudges, you're, you're leaving them no choice, but to exit. 
to leave yeah. or go to, you know, I don't care if it's your damn daddy, whoever it is, you don't, you don't be like, why do I want to, why should I care mm-hmm. if this person doesn't care mm-hmm. enough? You know what I mean? Right. Enough at least they care. Oh, they care, but not enough. They care a whole hell of a lot. Yeah, I think they actually care a lot, which is why they're so hurt. Right. And it, I, and that's the part where I'm saying don't, we shouldn't take it personally. I can't say don't because you know, whatever, but it's about not it, taking yeah. it personally because even that whole idea of like, they don't care enough. I can't, we can't say that. It's not that they don't care enough. It's that they are really hurt. And that has not like one has nothing to do with the other. They might care tremendously, but they cannot get over their hurt in this moment. And that's no reflection of you or the relationship. Mm, well, it feels, I always <laughs> say, I always say it feels personal because it is personal because it's I, life. You You know what I'm saying? Like, if that was, if it's my mom, it's my dad, whoever, this is my life. Right, because you're also now causing me pain. Correct. So it's very personal. I hear you. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. I Listen, I am not against you and all of that. Like I said, I'm the queen of taking things personally. And if we can speak to this a little bit, I think our ability to see that there is opportunity to have a conversation and mend a relationship speaks to the inner work that we have done Mm -hmm. because the folks who are in that place where they're not able to see that they're not willing to, they're just not there probably just have a lot of healing. They're not at that place in their healing journey where they can see that like one, I'm also hurting this other person Two. What I'm feeling may not even be completely about them, right? <laughs> like right. the the impact that I'm having by being begrudging, is that a word? Um, <laughs> is, <laughs> it is today. Is not fitting what's actually happening or what they actually did, which means that there's some stuff that I need to heal because it's triggering things in me. Uh, So that just speaks to our ability or the work that we have done and our ability to see things from a more clear vision, from an outside vision, all of that. And everybody ain't there. It's true. Sometimes I wish I wasn't there. Hell, sometimes you just want to be mad. No, you ain't (laughs) never lied. You ain't never lied. Okay. I have wanted to be that person so bad. And I have been that person, but to me, it has always been about the level of betrayal. Like Mm -hmm. you said, like if it's something that is just like, ah, like, I don't know, I'm not going to go into it, but I've had some things where I was just like, nope, I'm good. Don't, you know, what is that uh, song? Uh, Tony, Tony, Tony. I don't wish you no bad luck, baby. <laughs> I don't. I don't wish you no bad luck. But at the same time, it's like, I'm good on you. I'm good mm-hmm. on you. I don't, you know, you know, hopefully it all works out for you. But like you're you've lost access to me. You can't come around here. though, Right. And usually for me, I guess where the work for me has to be done is. I have to, I will be like that so quickly with, you know, associates or like, Mm -hmm. you know, people that I'm not, you know, cool, cool, like thick as these with, but like, I feel like when it's somebody, like you said, like someone I really do care about, I'm more willing and more understanding. And sometimes it's not, sometimes things have happened to me where I felt like, wow, do I really deserve this level of treatment? Like, I don't think so. I, I, 
yeah, maybe I messed up. But to me, it's like my track record. Have we not seen the entire <laughs> right, thing? Like, right. Are we not looking at our whole history with this person? Yeah. Um, and so that can be kind of, it yeah. sucks. That's the part I think that hurts me the most. It's like, okay, yeah, I did something that maybe didn't feel good to you or wasn't, maybe even wasn't in my character. But like, do you see my character? Like, how long have you known me? Do you see how I how I have been, the ways that I've shown up, the things that I have done? So the fact that I made this mistake or that I did this thing, it's like, that's really hurtful because it's clear to me that you were seeing this and you're not seeing all of me. And if we really that tight, like you should be seeing all of me. Give me the benefit of the doubt. Right. And for me, like personally, I've had more situations where people were holding grudges and didn't tell me they were holding grudges. And I had no idea that I ever did anything wrong. And when I came to find out some kind of way, it was a misunderstanding. Like it wasn't something I actually said, but something they heard from somebody else. Or it wasn't something that actually ever happened, but just something that they perceived was happening that wasn't actually happening. And so for me, it's also like, you didn't give me enough benefit of the doubt to have a conversation with me and be like, yo, this is what I heard. or This is what I was thinking. Like you should know better because that's not even how Katrina is. Like that don't even sound like me. Right. And that's all I'm out here holding a grudge because that's all you thought. That is all I'm saying. Literally, you summed it up perfectly because I'm telling you, I'm I'm telling you, some of the things that I've heard and seen, I'm just like something. Like I said, something is in the water. I don't know. COVID, COVID is in the water. (laughs) It is, and that's why I don't drink that shit. Okay, you know, and people think that I'm bougie because I have that. I like specific water, whatever. This water around here, I don't know what's going on, but there's a lot of weird shit going on. I don't know if you guys have been looking, but I I don't know if it's because social media, like everybody's on their phones and shit or what is, it's like doing something to people's brains. It's just mm. like people are not either, they're not using their brains or they're totally just spazzing out. I mean, yeah. there's people getting on flights and shit, y'all growling and and no, that shit is wild. Weird shit, I'm like, what's going on? And how that does, shit's wild. And if you're doing this on the flight, I'm like, damn. Then maybe these flights aren't as expensive as we think they are. Because <laughs> like, for real, dog, why are you on here doing this? Like, it's just people have been. Whew, I don't know. I don't people, know what's going on. People are in in a very bad way in a lot they, of ways. They really in are in the midst and of COVID. To me, if we're looking around, you know, and this is, I don't know, as conspiracy theorist as I would ever be, because I really am not, but I would say this is the time to, no matter what's going on, fuck a grudge. Like, I don't know what's going on around us, okay? Like, we don't know what's going on around us. Every day something is coming out that I'm just like, what? What's going on? And like, it's so crazy. Like, we're really still in a pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. But like, life still is going on. Like, they're still having the Met Gala. They're still doing, everybody's still doing shit. And I'm just like... Yeah, but can we just figure this part out so we can go back to like doing shit? Like, nah, <laughs> like girl. for real doing shit? Like, I, I don't want this like tiptoe. I kind of can do shit. And I'm still nervous about doing every fucking thing. And I know some people are like, what, what does it matter? Like, why, why do you feel like this? You just got to live. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm living. I'm doing, I'm living, but I'm also like. But so is the nigga on the plane growling. And mm. yeah, what's going on? 
Yeah, I have questions. And I think we all <laughs> should have questions. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yes, absolutely. So because it's all about accountability around here, what was the last grudge you held? Hmm. <laughs> Lord. It's somebody, it's somebody from high school. I, I mm. and it's it's it'll never go away. Just wait, time out. Your last grudge is somebody from high school. Like yeah. you've been holding the grudge since high school. I would say that's the the longest because like anything like okay. I get over things quick, right? But well, I don't know. That's that's true and not <laughs> true. That's true and not true. Let me back up for a second. I try to get over things quick. I really sure. do. Sure. But at times. You know, like right now, I mean, yeah, I have some freshly new grudges. Yeah, I have a fresh grudge, but I'm not going into that, really. I just said the longest one I've had is from high school. And like I said, it's all about level of betrayal, right? So for me, at that time, that was a big betrayal to me. You You betrayed my confidence. And to me, it's like... There was no reason to do that, you know, especially mm. I feel like at like a young age too, mm. because none of that shit mattered. Mm-hmm. I think I always have been a little more mature or I guess older or whatever the case may be because of like being raised by older people. So sure. when someone does like, like that kind of like shit that you're just like, what was the purpose of this? Like we was cool. Like there was nothing like, yeah, you know, there was no purpose, you know? And um, yeah, so I've seen her, you know, it's not like we don't run in the same, we don't run in the same friend groups, but we have mutual friends. Sure. So at some times, you know, from high school till now, I've run into this person and it's always been like dry. It's just been dry because I'm just like, no, nah, mm-mm. <laughs> she was the definition of like you showed me who you are mm. and now I believe you and that's it I was done okay well all right what about you <laughs> what's your last grudge oh lord mm. so I just wanted like if if we're being transparent and maybe it's the wine but hey it's a birthday celebration ain't it <laughs> <laughs> um I Anger is something I've been working on in therapy because I have a hard time with that. And I'm a lot better than I used to be. Like 13-year-old Katrina was way more angry than 33-year-old Katrina. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be clear. Also, 13 years ago was 9-11, 20 years ago. I've come a long way, okay? Anyways, so anger is something I'm working on in therapy. I say that to say I feel like I'd be mad at people a lot. for a long time I think that's like a thing that just happens in my life but I always feel like it is very valid the reasons why it's never like no petty shit like they really did some shit I would say the one that is the has been the longest most recent one of them exes one of them probably a couple of them (laughs) oh lord (laughs) Uh, the one I was thinking about, someone you know, I was really angry with him for a very long time. And I think it took a lot for me to get to the point where I'm no longer angry. I'm not angry anymore, but that's the, that nigga still can't, don't, don't call me, don't talk to me, don't look at me. 
Like, I'm good. I'm not angry anymore, but like, I don't want to have nothing to do with you because I'm very clear about who. Don't look at me. Act like you don't know me. (laughs) When you say, don't look at me, I think of Christine Aguilar. Don't look at me. (laughs) No, man. Like, don't (laughs) look at me. If I see you in the streets, act like you ain't never seen me before. Keep it pushing. But yeah, it took me a long time to move beyond the point of anger with an ex. It didn't help because that nigga would pop up every few years and be in my phone and be like, oh, I miss you. No, go away. Go away. So that didn't help either because as I was healing, this nigga is just popping up with the I miss you's and the bullshit. Um, So I had to go off on him several times. (laughs) They say it be like that, though. They really do say it be like that. I mean, I've never had that. Well, I've had that experience. You've never had the experience of niggas coming back around? Um, yes. Actually, I take that back. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. But, but <laughs> there's one just like this you. This is turning there's, into no, a whole I other episode. I know. Uh, there is one, though, that no, like we could kiki talk all damn day, but like it'd be a cold day in hell, you know? No, we, I'm, we can't even kiki. Oh, okay. Like, See, like, like I literally don't, don't look at it. It's like this. When I say that, like, again, it's not the full me. No, I understand what you are saying, but literally, like, for me, I will walk past this nigga like I don't know him because I'm good. Don't look at me. I envy you because sometimes I wish I could do that, but I'm working (laughs) on it, you know? Maybe not that anger, but I'm working on, like, yeah, there's some people that that level that you feel for that long lasting grudge, like they deserve to be in that house as well. And they just haven't been there yet. You know, I didn't really know her for a long time, but like when you Mm -hmm. get involved and you've known people, then it's just like, yeah, Mm -hmm. sometimes it be like that, but sometimes you got to lock niggas in there, throw away the key. That's That's jail. That's (laughs) that's jail. Yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) That's jail. (laughs) That was my last and longest. Um, and I'm no longer angry and I'm just very clear that certain people just don't even deserve my time and attention anymore. And I'm good with that. I've done the healing I need to do. I've released it. The nigga don't come back around here ever. Yeah. Well, I guess I have some healing to do. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I have some healing to do because. Don't we all. There are, you know. Some people that I wish that I could forgive, but I wish I had a bigger, I don't know. I wish my, my, I I guess I wish that the grace that I try to show people and stuff like that, I wish I can give them grace, but Mm. to me, me, it's like their grudge really did affect my life for some years. So, you know, while you are related, it it can be hard, but I definitely don't want to lose a relationship. I, you know, I love them. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I have some healing to do there because, you know, it be like that, especially with Absolutely. family. It's really, it's really, um, you know, it can it be gets a, messy. It's messy yeah. and it could be a really deep wound. Mm-hmm. It really can. So, yeah, but I, I'm willing, again, I'm willing to work on it. <laughs> I'm listen. very, I'm very much willing to work on it, you know, but I can't Everybody say. Everybody ain't you. That's what I said. I can't say a lot for others everybody ain't you marlena everybody ain't you (laughs) stop saying that (laughs) Hmm. it's too revealing (laughs) 
girl, listen, I'd be right there with you, though. Let's be clear. Anyway, the moral of the story is... Niggas need to grow up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All that grace we just gave, all that room for, like, real processing and grown-up talk, but we just came back to the same conclusion. Niggas need to grow up. Period. Yes, period. Grow the fuck up. Yeah. And that concludes this broadcast statement. This next segment is called Roses. So Marlena, who do you want to give your roses to today? Thinking about it. And I really want to give my roses to a friend of mine. His name is Mike. Um, He knows who he is. You know, I just want to, you know, I just want to shout him out. He's been working really hard and I know that he has dreams and goals and aspirations and, you know, I'm really hoping and wishing the best for him. Mm -hmm. I do. I wish the best for him. I hope that it all works out and I hope that the time and effort and everything you're putting into it, blood, sweat, and tears is worth it. I hope that everything you're doing is worth it. So shout out to him, you know. Shout out um, to hardworking Mike. Yes. So Katrina, who do you want to give your roses to? Is it petty to give my roses to people who've held grudges against me? That's how I feel. And I don't have a specific name. I don't know who y'all are. I don't know who's holding grudges, but... I'm going to give you a rose and I'm offering a rose as a peace offering. May you find healing. May you find peace. May you realize that whatever it is within you that is causing you to hold that grudge, that you find whatever you need, a therapist probably, but like whatever you need. Yes, that would be really helpful. Really (laughs) helpful. Move through the stuff because yeah, I get it. People hurt you. That's, you know, that's life. But I hope that you find the healing that you need. Right. People hurt you. You know, it's you against the world. It's all those things. It's it's all that. It's all that. That's that's heavy baggage to carry, if we're being honest, to be walking around with a grudge. And I am at a place in my life where, like, I have been very intentional about my healing, about making amends with people and all the things. So like, if you are still holding a grudge against me, like, I really hope you find the peace that you need because I'm good. (laughs) Like, no shade, but I'm good. So I just, the roses go to anybody who is still holding grudges against me. I hope that you find the peace that you need. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Like, no shade at all. I hope you find some healing. She goes, welcome to the good life. Welcome to the good life. That's my adult <laughs> answer. Right. With a little petty. <laughs> just because we just talked about niggas growing up. That, that's the only reason why it's petty. But for real, I want I want people to be okay. Mm, that's a word. Yeah, I hope so, too. Good luck. Have good at luck. it. Find you a good therapist. Call them now. Yeah. You know, it's a good a Google search away. Well, that's another episode of Excess Baggage. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Excess Baggage Pod. That's Excess Baggage P-O-D. Be sure to like, subscribe, and review on the podcast app and Spotify. And remember to pack light and keep it tight.
faux show. <laughs>